its natural resources, its scenic, historical, and aesthetic values, and by development of compatible facilities for public enjoyment. One of the board's functions as an advisory body is to hold public meetings and make recommendations uh, to the city council. Um, for each item, the board will receive reports prepared by city staff, uh, provide uh, the opportunity for public response, and um, conduct board discussions and make recommendations. Um, net, the uh, city council, however, makes all final decisions on any of these matters. With that, I will look for Nate to call roll. Uh, Commissioner Ford. Commissioner Lizakowski. Here. Commissioner Caraca. Present. Commissioner Paulseth. Here. Commissioner Newbert. Here. Commissioner Van Buren. Chairman Lester. Here. Uh, with that, uh, first item on the agenda uh, is the approval of the October 24, 2023 Park Board meetings. I will make a motion to approve the October 24th, 2023 Park Board minutes as posted. I'll second that. We have a motion for approval and we have a second. Any other discussion? If not, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, hearing none, they are so approved. Um, next item on the agenda is the uh, is, uh, open forum for citizen input. Uh, I don't, we don't have anyone here tonight, so we will close the open forum for citizen input and move on to new business. Uh, Chairman Lester, members of the board, um, I know that at your last meeting you guys discussed uh, just a uh, updated version of the uh, Westlake Park with an ADA swing. So, um, as you can see on your um, in your packet and then up on your screen, there is the ADA um, seat that we have added, and then we also updated the color palette um, to be more unique um, to the other playgrounds we have in our um, park system. So here is just a couple uh, different views of that, um, and we're very excited. Uh, we like the copper within the the other color scheme and i'll bring up one other just so you can see so this is the palette it's just called ce they just have the, the kind of codes that's how landscape structures keeps track of the many many colors that palettes that they have for uh, uh playgrounds and i know a few of our park board members has been have been to the landscape structures um their delano location to to see their warehouse and and it is a very very impressive facility so um, at this time, I'll open it up for comments, questions, and I can pull, pull back up the renderings if anybody has any um, comments or questions. But that's just kind of the color palette, um, and that is definitely the first of its kind to have this actual CE palette that we have. Any questions for Nate? All right, looks good. Thank you, Nate. No problem. There's one more I'll give you the zip line to. I know our residents and kids around there always love the zip lines. Those are typically our most popular features in our a lot of our parks, and we have them. I think we are up to like six or seven now um, throughout our park system, which the kids definitely uh, love it and gets heavily used. So. All right. 
All right, we'll move along to our uh, NRCB, or NRCB, Park Board updates. So we have a little PowerPoint drone put together for you guys. So I'll get that going here. Hopefully it opens up here. It was being a little silly for me. Here we go. So a lot of uh, really exciting updates. So we did just have on Sunday our winter holiday celebration. Um, we had 800 people at the event. We did a tree lighting at 4.30, as you can see right there. Um, Joy, our recreation manager, added a ton more lights to the park. I'm sure you guys saw that when you came in. Um, we're just trying to add each year um, from what we did the, the previous year. Um, so a lot of, lot of just uh, fun activities out there. Unfortunately, the wind was about 30 miles an hour. So as much as we wanted to have that bonfire, we, we were not able to from a safety standpoint. Um, we did have the reindeer out there. Um, and the tree lighting, but most of the stuff actually came inside. We did still hand out s'mores, but they just weren't, obviously the marshmallows weren't cooked, but uh, sometimes you got to pivot at times when uh, the weather doesn't cooperate, but uh, it seemed like everybody had a really good time and obviously understood um, some of the challenges we had with the weather. So, um, but like I said, a lot of, a lot of families came out and seemed to have a great time and uh, I was free, free to the public. And uh, you can see a couple kids here eating some s'mores, having some hot chocolate, um, these were some of our, uh, more, or I think some of our volunteers that came and they also did the uh, holiday shop, which was upstairs. And then that's kind of a, a, pi a picture of, of the atrium. It was very, uh, I think we, I saw, uh, board member, uh, Paul Seth was there. Um, did, did see him briefly as I was, uh, at the welcome table, getting everybody checked in. Um, we did, uh, a raffle, uh, quite a few of our, uh, businesses, here in, in town, um, donated gift cards, and it was awesome. We did a raffle at 6.05, and um, everybody got a free raffle ticket when they came in, so it was kind of fun. All right, and then the Harvest Hustle, we kind of did a little collaboration with the TPC this year and took all the registration for them. Um, they did have a record over 300 participants, and that was on Thanksgiving morning. Um, so I can see when they were just about ready to start there. Uh, Joy and Jerome actually were at the event. I had a prior commitment, um, was not able to attend, but uh, hoping to attend here in the future for sure. But sounded like it went well, and um, weather was was decent, a little chilly, but not uh, not too bad. You can just see a few more of those pictures. All right, the band shell. Um, band shell is coming along great. It is on schedule at this point, and we're hoping to get that open and ready to go for the Blaine Festival at the latest, but we're hoping it'll even be ready a couple weeks prior. Um, I'm sure Jerome's mentioned in the past that it will have the, the indoor and outdoor bathrooms. So obviously uh, general park users will be able to use the bathrooms and then um, there'll also be uh, indoor bathrooms that people can access from the uh, meeting room that's there and then the tuck under garage and then of course the stage. Um, actually, I'm gonna go back. So. Um, I don't know if anybody has any questions currently on that, but again, it's coming together nicely. Um, we will add the trails um, to the new facility, and Jerome has also added lighting. Um, the, the, those are the last of the original um, city-owned lights. Um, now, obviously, our power companies um, throughout town own the lights, and it's nice because they're experts at it, and um, so we did. We will get rid of all those old uh, lantern lights and get uh, more modern-looking lights and, and really light up that park. 
Um, as if, if you've driven by Aquator in the past, I'm sure you've seen the like the shelter lights that we have. That's light that has lit up the park more. And um, yeah, just anytime we can add more lights to uh, to a nice big community park, um, we try to do that. So that'll be nice to get that added. And I know there's a few probably hockey parents here too that um, it gets a little dark when you are going to Fogarty Arena and some of those streets too. So those will get uh, lit up and uh, make it a lot more safe for for everybody that's. Um, in and around uh, Aquator Park. So, oops. Uh, Jim Peterson, um, sports lighting. So this is this picture here. Um, right here is the West Field, uh, Peterson West. That's closest to Radisson is right here. Um, we weren't able to, I think Jerome's probably mentioned to the board, but we weren't able to get a variance from the power company to light the east field, which is closest to North Point. Um, west will be lit and is. Um, they basically have all the poles in, as you can see. And this is the hockey pole. So basically to, to basically the, the south is where the general rink will be this year. And we'll also be adding a trailer, uh, a heated trailer um, that kids will be able to use. And then our park supervisor, Justin Hol Holmberg, has added... Uh, rope lighting that he's going to be putting in um, down before the ice where we start freezing um, and um, getting the ice built up. There'll be uh, rope lights all the way across. Um, they're very bright. Um, I think it'll be a really nice uh, piece to, to add to the to park and really light it up along with obviously the sports lighting. So it should be very nice and a nice new amenity for, for our residents. And then lighting of the Peterson uh, Westfield will um, allow for us to add that second game, um, basically giving us th the best way I can describe it as a second, a, a new field, because obviously typically we only could get play one game a night and then it just gets too dark. But this, this way we'll be able to play that uh, second game at night um, with the lights. So that'll be a nice uh, addition for our, for our ball field over there as well. So, and then, so this year Peterson will just have that general rink, which is where the, um, current where the current um, overflow parking is so we've taken out all the um, signposts and the rope that that was there um, the last several years and that our, our uh, public works guys actually uh, graded it so it's all ready to go and and looks like they may even start to try to flood next week if if weather allows we'll see um, but yeah with some of these cold temperatures coming we will be able to hopefully start flooding soon and um, at least get a base down so all right, so yeah, so very exciting over at Peterson. And they do have the power um, to this pole here. They won't be able to get the rest of the power into these other ones till the spring, which is fine. Obviously, we're not going to need them till uh, probably May 1st-ish um, with baseball starting. And then I think Jerome may have mentioned um, we also are adding scoreboards. So our um, Spring Lake Park and Blaine Traveling Association has purchased scoreboards. You probably, if you drive by, will see there is posts up in the outfields of both fields. Um, and they're going to let that concrete settle and um, form. And then uh, in the spring, they'll put up those scoreboards as well. So it'll be, it's already a premier facility. Um, those fields are some of the best in the, in the state, which from what, what we've heard and, and seen, um, and just adding these lights and some of these other amenities is, is a great feature for our city. So we're, we're excited to, to get those, those going. So there's just another view. Oh, I think I got missed. So this is just the back of the band shell. Um, 
the right here is just the windows to the meeting room and then the tuck under garage. So the city has a portion of the tuck under garage and then of course so does the Blaine Festival. They they donated a lot of money to this to this and then they can, you know, this is their they can be on site with their big trailers that they have and um just provide a even better experience for their Blaine Festival each year and um they do a fantastic job and it's great that they can bring that to our to our residents here in Blaine. Uh solar lights, we are going to add eight uh, light poles to different parks. So we get um, throughout the summers and, and we get folks calling in, it's kind of dark, we're looking for more light or just security lights to, um, if the police may say, hey, we're, we're having kind of an issue here. Anytime you can add lights to parks. Um, and actually the police are gonna be paying for the solar lights, which is nice. So they said, nope, we're, we're on board with this. Anytime we can light up um, some of our city amenities and, and help it help it be more safe. Um, so they are actually gonna purchase these lights for us. And then we've identified some of the parks. Jerome will, Jerome will have that next, uh, next meeting probably in January, the actual exact locations. We've kind of uh, pinpointed a few, um, but I'll let him, um, he's been doing a lot of work on that. He'll, he'll let you know where those will go uh, in January. This just had the the uh, bullpen. So this is the new bullpen. Uh, this was not on your agenda. I just actually, <laughs> it just got done. So the concrete slab went in a couple of weeks ago, and then this week the bullpen fencing. So what what was happening was we were getting quite a few phone calls that um, when folks would bring their dog dog into the large dog area where the shelter is. Um, you know, there's a lot of dogs kind of congregating around there and there was kind of some fights and um, kind of some nasty stuff going on where I just think everybody was too excited and they were, you know, there's just too many people kind of in that area. So what we decided to do based on a lot of the feedback from our from our park users here at the dog park is to add this uh, second entrance. So as you can see, 65 is right here. Um, it's further uh, east of where the current one is. So basically tomorrow our uh, public works sign guy will be putting up um, signs on both both uh, f uh, gates here that say um, entrance only. So this will be the entrance to get into the, the large dog area and then the old one will have exit only on there to hopefully alleviate a, uh, a lot of that, those issues of, of dogs excited to see, you know, new, <laughs> new people coming in and out uh, of the park. Um, so we're excited that we were able to add that uh, for our residents. And this park, as you guys probably know, is so popular. I mean, every time I drive by there, it's it's great to see when you when you put an amenity like this in, and um, it's great to see. Just and, and people are very appreciative. We have a couple Facebook pages um, with the Swanson Dog Park, and people are very appreciative. I I post on there occasionally, you know, any updates like this one, and um, put that in there. People are very very appreciative to what the. Um, what the city and, and the park board has done over here to provide this amenity and it is heavily, heavily used. So we're excited to get that going too, so. And then actually I'll, I'll mention one other thing. So currently um, where that uh, trail comes down from the parking lot, if you're familiar with that, sorry, I hit the wrong button. Um, they'll actually be where it goes right into the the old entrance um, will actually run the trail. This year it's gonna be uh, sand until next spring, and then we'll actually add an asphalt trail, which will run basically from west to east. Um, so it's ADA accessible 
um, for folks. So there'll still be that one um, walking path from the from the parking lot, and then it'll tee, and then it'll go to the right for folks to get in. Um, but this year we're going to be putting sand down. Um, we actually just um, took our last two um, containers of sand. We had it in our swing set at Fillmore and our swing set at Osmond. So it's our last two um, non-ADA accessible um, playground containers. Um, so our public works guys were able to get all that sand out, and they're actually going to put it over to make the trail um, so it's as safe as we can do with the material that we have. It's not perfect, but we just weren't able to get the asphalt in in time. But um, the, the guys are confident they can plow it and keep it. Um, that sand should hopefully keep the ice to a minimum. Um, and then we'll provide salt and sand like we always do um, for those those users in the winter. So we're excited about that. So, All right. All right, next one. Um, Thanksgiving dinner at Macy um, hosted 180 participants. That was full with dinner and entertainment. Um, we are offering, as we have uh, for many, many years, our uh, Breakfast with Santa event at City Hall the, um, the two Saturdays, December 9th and 16th. Um, there are still spots available, um, and that happens right in the atrium. So you get a couple of crafts. You get to visit with Santa, tell him what you want for Christmas, um, and then you get a continental breakfast and um, any plenty of uh, photo opportunities as well. So plenty of plenty of time with Santa, which is a fun event and always as well attended. Um, we did add a memorial bench at Happy Acres for Mark Shippey, our uh, our former park supervisor who passed away last spring. So as you can see, this is the picture right there. They actually just got this in. Um, I believe it was late last week. Um, so that's at Happy Acres. That was one of his favorite parks. So we put that out along one of the, the new trail that uh, was put in when we did the parking lot over there. So questions. And there's Jerome and Joy at the Harvest Hustle volunteering their time. And uh, they said it was, a, it was a fun time, a little chilly, but they, they had a fun time. So that is all I have. I do have a question. Yes. Um, <clears throat> next month is ice skating what are the requirements for them to lay down the ice like temperature wise like when do they yep. start uh board member uh newbert so basically i just talked to justin our our park supervisor uh today so basically we'll start flooding so we're gonna our plan is to open up the rinks and the warming houses this friday december 22nd and then we try our darndest if mother nature cooperates to keep those open all the way through February. And we do have a hard stop February 28th, just based on budget. And a lot of times the weather kind of seals the deal for us anyway. Um, so typically from a, you know, if it's below zero, they can at least start getting some, some water down and flooding. But it's just, if, if we see temperatures in the forties where it's just going to become a pond or a lake, but they can still get a little base down. So they, like I said, we'll probably start next week if weather continues, like it's been the last few days. Um, so that's not to say just cause we're not open on the, on December 22nd, kids could still go out and skate. If you know, we can build those layers of ice up, um, here, starting at early December here. So that's a very typical, I think last year we weren't able to do that because it was just too warm. I know there was a lot of 30s and 40s, so it's just hard to 
build build and maintain ice when it gets that warm so it's a lot it's kind of a you know checking the weather constantly to see kind of where there's at but we have berms built obviously and obviously the hockey boards which help us out too and then a lot of our um, hockey rinks have uh, asphalt down which helps with building ice as well compared to just if you were on grass so great question Thank you, Nate. Appreciate mm -hmm. it. Uh, an item that is not on the agenda is our December meeting. Historically, we have um, always canceled our December meeting, given that this meeting falls right after Christmas. I would assume we'd want to do the same thing. But to do that, I would need a motion for that. And second, you can vote on it. I'll make the motion to cancel the December meeting. I'll second. All right. Any other discussion around it? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, hearing none, we will cancel our December meeting. Um, with that, I will look for an adjournment as well. I'll make that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make the motion to adjourn. We have a motion. We have a second. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, hearing none, we are adjourned for tonight. Thank you all, and hope you all have a wonderful holiday. Have a good holiday season, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.